This is Following Jesus into a World in Crisis. I'm Andrew, and together we are exploring how we live as wise and loving neighbors in the wake of COVID-19. Now, we haven't experienced anything quite like this before, but we believe that we can find hope and peace by turning to Jesus. And with his help, we can make peace in a fearful world. Let's get into today's podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As always, we are praying for you guys and hope that you're doing so well. Um, We certainly miss seeing you face to face, but we've really enjoyed these um, opportunities to come to you in some different ways. And we really believe God is using this time and in a really awesome way, too. So um, this is going to be a fun conversation today. I'm chatting with Lauren, who's our creative director. Hey, Lauren. Hey. How's it going? So good. Good to see you. Really? You too. This has been crazy. No I, human interaction. I know. Have you been like counting the days that we've been in quarantine? I've been counting the days till we're done. <laughs> yeah, Even though it's unknown. Someday. Yeah, I someday know. soon. My heart goes out to you because you are an extrovert and just such a nice, amazing person. A great hang. And so I, it's killing you to be inside, isn't it? Yeah. I imagine Grace is an extrovert, right? Yeah. She yeah. totally is. Yeah. I imagine she's. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. Yeah, I know. So how, yeah, how have you been like coping with stuff and everything? Like, what have you been doing to fill your time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, outside of this shift of like church dynamic and like trying to, you know, make connecting points with people in our church um, a priority, I think it's just been a lot of times exploring things that I didn't have time for, like watercoloring and like art, like being something I want to pursue, but I don't even know how. So like, googling like how to watercolor how to you know stuff like that so today i spent some time sketching outside it was great but yeah it's been good that's something i want to talk to you about maybe we'll get into that at the end but just um you're such a creative person and you're our creative director and you've been doing a phenomenal job by the way i need to give you special props for that because during the last month there's been so much more to communicate than we typically do and you've been crushing you and danny both um but you know, as a creative, you know, the Lord has sort of wired you in this way to like express that. And again, with COVID-19, all of our normal rhythms are totally shaken up. So it's a new opportunity to pursue some of that. So I'd love for you, maybe we'll, we'll um, save this for the end, but I'd love for you to like 
give a little call to action, a little bit of a, like a create a nudge an encouraging nudge to creatives who might actually need a little push to like get out there and to explore some of the things that God's gifted them to do. Yes. I love that. And we can definitely dive into that at the end. There's plenty to say. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, but before we get into today's topic on Easter, we put a call to action out to people to pray with us for spiritual awakening. And it was a really big idea. I remember when I floated it by the staff team, like, hey, you guys, we're going to do a 24-7 prayer thing. And it was like, it felt like a big, huge, bold idea to me. And then you guys were like, okay, wow. All right. Well, let's give it a go. And we honestly had a lot of excitement, but we didn't really know how it was going to be received by the church. But it's been really cool to see how People have stepped up to pray through the night around the clock yes. for a spiritual awakening. Oh, it's literally... Okay, so I signed up for 4 a.m. tomorrow, oh, awesome. Friday. Cannot wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually so excited. But it's been cool because people have been like even posting like, yeah. hey, reading and praying at 2 a.m. Yeah. So if you are out there and you have signed up for a midnight um, prayer hour, please post it. We would love to share, encourage our people and like let people know it's totally possible. Totally. You've done a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing 1 a.m tonight or in the morning. I don't know what to call it, but yeah, I'm doing 1am and it's been so amazing in particular, those middle of the night ones too, because it's literally the only reason why I'm up is to, um, like sort of do this prayer watch for spiritual awakening and I'm seeking the Lord. And it's just been something special about how God has met us in it. And I've heard from so many of you. In fact, we're going to be sharing stories in the coming weeks, but just of how impactful it's been. And it's sort of surprised us in that way that God has really met us as we have decided to pray around the clock. Right. And you're not like, we're supposed to be, you know, in that moment, no one's texting you. You're completely like probably the only one awake in Mm -hmm. your entire community. So Mm -hmm. like, it's almost an advantage. So yeah, love that. I think that's amazing. Yeah. And the cool thing too has been just that people have responded. And so from midnight on Monday morning to now it's Thursday afternoon, it's been a completely unbroken time of prayer for our, from our church going out. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So yeah, if you guys have not signed up, do so. What's the website? Prayben. It's prayben.org. Yeah. Prayben.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so today's topic, we're talking about redeeming the time. We're on this forced pause, as we covered last time, and we're all at home a lot more than we normally are. Some of us are without work. Anyway, you slice it, there's more time at home, and there's a couple different ways that we can take that, right? We can sort of seclude and, and become more isolated. We can like just binge Netflix and a bunch of things that are completely just full-on waste of time, or we can really lean into this moment and actually take it as an opportunity to grow. So I'm like particularly excited about the fact that we're in the 21st century and there's all kinds of amazing resources online that we can do to like actually, it's actually worth our time and actually can be redemptive and actually be a source of growth for us as, as, as followers of Jesus. So um, yeah, for today, we just wanna talk about what are some of those helpful resources what are, what are some of those productive things that you can actually do on the internet? So again, you're not like melting your brain right. uh, on things that just don't matter uh, while at the same time just yeah, making the best use of our time here. And I think that's an important question. Don't you learn like um, how, how, you know, we want to ask this question of like, 
well, what does God want for from us in this time? Like, and who does who is He calling us to become? It's about more than just killing time. Really, yes. it's it's actually a, a time that could actually be on purpose. For, yes, for good reason. Well, and like you think back, like I think you had mentioned it in a previous podcast of explaining that, like even your dad, like mm-hmm. he had said, like this is the like craziest thing that's ever happened, even in his own lifetime, of just like time, and so like. I just, I question, you know, when we have this unique season that we will never get back again, where we're not, most of us are not working um, in the ways that we used to. We're home. Um, For those of us, like even without kids, like you don't even have that as an excuse to like keep you busy. So um, it's just, it's fascinating how we have this unique season. And I really so believe, and I know you do too, and our whole team believes that like this is the time that God is using for an awakening in our church. That's right. And in our space. And like it is so easy the moment you wake up pick up your phone check instagram right i'm so guilty of it yeah and like most of us are and i've been really trying even in this space like okay god in this unique season please like grow me to like not just immediately go to my phone but like rather like spend time in your presence and then what are the productive things that i can do with my time so yeah tangent but no i so believe i love it absolutely no you make a good point we've talked at length about how like tech addiction is a bad thing and checking your phone 200 times a day is something that's actually going to like um, cause you to uh, regress emotionally or whatever. But at the same time, there really is so many things on the internet and like great apps and great resources that we can turn to that are actually sources of spiritual growth. Yeah. So let's talk about those. So, um, um, like for, for me, there's a couple go-tos that I think would be amazing for you guys, you listeners to like pick up. The first one that I think of is called biblicaltraining.org started by this guy named Bill Mounts. He's a doctor of like Greek and he r- literally wrote the, the gold standard book on Greek grammar. So if you ever are going to go to seminary and study like original languages, you're going to pick up Bill Mounts' book. He's a tier one scholar. And he had this idea several years ago to rally some of his other friends who are all first tier scholars from some of the best um, Christian schools around the nation, seminaries around the nation, and literally just put their content online. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people like me who can't afford um, higher education at the moment, that is like the best news that it's still accessible. It's accessible. You know? It's 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 completely free. And they've got several different levels. So they have level one, which is foundations. And it's just kind of like 101 level Christian theology. And again, the, the teaching that's being done here is from like all of the people who've sort of written the book on all of these subjects, right? And so it's so incredible. In fact, um, one of the courses on um, spiritual warfare actually is done by my seminary prof, Gary Brashears, who is an absolute legend yeah. and theology prof oh, out totally. of Western. And so there's hundreds and hundreds of hours worth of content to just do deep dives on. And it's all for free, um, no charge whatsoever. And you can actually like take assessments and and tests at the end of it all. So you're really getting what I would consider to be a super high level education. You're auditing it all. So it's not like you're getting legitimate credit for it, but it's a fantastic way to grow in your understanding of the scripture. Yeah. Love that. I love that. And I think something that's really fascinating about that is that we can spend, you know, all this time 
Googling like theories of what all of this even means. Like why not put our time into like truly understanding like the book of the Bible, like what we're, you know, called to follow. Like how do we spend our time in like diving into those theological questions that we have in a beneficial way? Right, right. Like, so yeah, when you compare it to that, like, hey, you could be a troll on Twitter or you could, you know, just like (laughs) go to BuzzFeed all day long and just read random stuff that matters to no one. Right. Or you could, you know, deep, like dive into all this really substantive content on the internet. What about you, Lauren? What are some uh, of like resources that you found online that are crazy helpful? Yeah. So something that actually our community group was going through before we um, started this whole COVID-19 you know, shelter in place order was uh, practicingtheway.org. Oh, yeah. And so that's been done by our friends from Bridgetown up in Portland. Um, I think they released this in 2016. Yes, it says here. Um, and it's been seriously, uh, like, I've kind of gone through this on my own in my own journey in the last couple of years, but doing it collectively kind of brought me back to this idea of um, these different practices you know, we have our 24 seven prayer and Mm -hmm. like something like this has set me up well to do, you know, like spend that time well. Yeah. Um, and so they have plenty of different, um, categories that you can go through. And one that was really impactful for me is dealing with your past. And so basically Mm -hmm. they just walk you through like some questions to ask yourself. Um, things like generational sin, relational patterns, narrative scripts, it kind of de, um, it just like destructurized, deconstructs, deconstructs, there you go. The <laughs> deconstructs just, um, a great way to walk through, uh, those things and receive spiritual healing. And then at the end they recommend great books. So they have a bunch of different, um, practices that you can, dive into with yourself, with your spouse, your roommates, your family. Um, and it just really walks you through great prayer time, allows the spirit to speak to you. Um, it's been really cool. So yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah, no, I love practicing the way. Thanks for bringing that up. And you know, if any, any of you like actually know Lauren for real, which I know a lot of you do, she is just this amazing follower and disciple of Jesus. And you're really young, but crazy wise and have been through a lot in your short life. And the way that the Lord has brought you out of that is so powerful. And I know that practicing the way has been really um, impactful for you personally. Yes. Yeah. And it's this great, if you haven't checked it out, checked it out, go ahead and do that now. It's um, a, like Lauren said, like a library of resources on spiritual formation. There's tons of great like teachings or sermons uh, and then book recommendations as well as questions to get you thinking and yeah it's just a really great resource yeah and one of my favorite things is like in our community here at riverbend so much of our heart is to see the spirit move um and i think when i walked through this on my own back when i lived in california and this was just like a random tool i had um it really allowed me to hear what the spirit's voice sounded like Mm. for the first time Mm. Um, and I think when we allow ourselves to open up to like, okay, God, like, what are you speaking to me? Um, something like this has allowed me to like quiet myself and to hear the voice of God again. And so, yeah, I just really recommend it for those of you who maybe feel like you haven't heard the voice of God in a while. Um, we're in a unique time where this is now the opportunity is now. So really cool yeah that's so good and again not to just repeat what we talked about last time but we're in this we've been in this sort of frenetic always on pace 
And now we are at home and we have a lot more time on our hands. So let's lean into that, like you said. Yeah. And if we don't know how to hear the voice of God, well, resources like the ones that we're creating right now, but then also these great websites like Practicing the Way yeah. is a great way to just get some tools into your tool belt to be able to lean into that. Totally, yeah. So staple in the Rothrock House is the Bible Project naturally yeah it's just so good again something for kids and adults like it's amazing yeah so good in fact we've started using some of their resources in our living room liturgy for kids uh the bible project started in portland about five years ago or so it's crowdfunded so completely free to the end user videos on biblical themes and biblical books and just the overall biblical story I cannot tell you how well done it is. It kind of makes me borderline upset of how good it is Um, because they combine fantastic visual storytelling with deep theological content and biblical content. Tim Mackey, who's a PhD in Semitic languages, is kind of the founder of that. Um, And it just has taken off in some really incredible ways. So again, the Bible Project, our family uses it um, to like explain stuff to our kids. And it's super engaging and just amazing. Well worth your time. They've been doing a cool podcast as well for a couple of years that are really deep dives, like hour long podcasts or even longer. that are super good too. So those are worth your time. You guys use the Bible Project too, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And (laughs) there's times where we've like driven over to Portland over the hill (laughs) from Bend and I'll just like play three of them and just be like, wow, I've never thought of the kingdom of God this way. And it's really shaped like what does the kingdom of God even mean? Like Mm -hmm. what does that um, framework look like? Mm -hmm. And it's oh my gosh, so foundational to like all of my theology truly. So yeah, no, Tim Mackey actually was one of the first ones that kind of helped me think through good kingdom theology. There's been a couple of books that shaped me. Christopher Wright out of the UK wrote a really great book called The Mission of God, which if you're a reader, that's another thing to pick up during this time. It's a big, thick 800 page theological work. It's fantastic. Um, But then Tim Mackey helped sort of demystify a lot of it and the work in the Bible project, both with videos, but also their podcasts and other things they create. It's really helped me understand. Yeah. Kingdom theology in a fresh way. And that's, it's an important time to have a good kingdom theology because we're living in this moment where the secular kingdom is sort of crumbling and the gospel is going out in some powerful ways. And we really believe the gospel, the kingdom of God is taking hold. Yeah. So we need to be the sort of people who are leaning forward, forward thinking mm-hmm. into it. So that's a great resource. Yeah, love that. Yeah. So like changing it a little bit of gears, but not not necessarily. Like you had this idea before we hit record, Lauren, of like taking a master class. Yes. On like cooking or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So that's something that I've been thinking about. And like on like it is a spiritual gift, hospitality. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um but I mean like while I would say that my heart is for that, I yeah. wouldn't say I'm necessarily the best at it. I think a lot of times like family uh, of origin plays into that. And like growing up, I, we just didn't really have people at our house a lot, but my heart and like, even for Danny and I, like we've always said, like we want our home to be a place for people to come and like be. And um, those who host for community group, like, so something I was thinking about even before like we started recording was like, man, what a great time to like learn how to put together a really dope charcuterie board, you know, <laughs> or like learn yes. how to cook, learn how to like make a good dinner. Yeah. And like, um, and like, so when all of this is over, when shelter in place is no longer in, um, like in progress here, 
you can invite people into your home if you're like me you're craving that (laughs) so maybe it's just me but like truly this is a time it would be so beneficial to like learn how to hone in on hosting when all of this social distancing is lifted. So yeah. yeah. No, I I love it. It really is like, we're trying to learn some new skills um, during this time as well, just because um, my life before COVID-19 was pretty um, out of whack, just tons of um, meetings and late nights and stuff like that. This has brought me home a lot more, which has got me uh, just just dreaming about like f- future family goals and yeah. stuff like that. Well, and what is your, <laughs> what have you guys started building? So, <laughs> so this, you guys will laugh at this, but I've started to garden. I've started to build a chicken coop. We're talking mm-hmm. about having chickens on our property. And we, Isabel and I put, put together this little, um, composting station at our house and stuff like that too it's the best thing i've heard the yeah. best thing i've heard such good family building oh it's just the best like yeah. hey isabel go go get the eggs from the coop like what do you even <laughs> yeah well i was teaching her how to dig a post hole the other day so. amazing i don't <laughs> yeah. even know what that means yeah. it's amazing <laughs> incredible <laughs> yeah no we, we've been having fun but um but again the internet kind of fuels that right yes. and so i've been youtubing you know how to you oh, know yeah. in a dry weird climate like the one we're in how do we how do we garden oh well. yeah and youtube is endless yeah it really is it's so it can teach you anything literally anything yeah. so yeah like honing in on those things even right. like spending time with your family in right. that space mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. um for when all of this is lifted like mm-hmm. inviting people in yeah. like do it like youtube's not bad yeah. just use it for the right things yes you know? exactly so no that that's exactly right and like you're saying we're leveraging this stuff for the kingdom of god so you may have the time now to learn a new skill or take a seminary class online for free at biblicaltraining.org you might have more time now than ever but again it's this you can lean into this and it can be for the kingdom yeah in a beautiful way it's redemptive yeah. and I've, i think i've even seen that like not to go too far off of what we're saying but um like aside from YouTube, even like Instagram, mm-hmm. while it's such a like full space of like noise and people like posting every thing that they're doing in their day, you know, it's been a great tool for people to be encouraged mm-hmm. by like posting scripture or what the spirit is speaking to you. Like, um, I don't know. I've just, there's a couple of people that I've been following that have just been speaking so much life into this season and shifting perspective. And I think it's redeeming. It's redeeming those totally. things that could be, you know, detrimental to our walk instead of helpful. Yeah. Just look at the the right feeds and, yeah. and, and not get too sucked into it. But yeah, no, I totally agree. So podcasters are another thing to fill your time during COVID-19. And there's a lot of really, really good ones out there. What are some of the ones that you like, Lauren? Um, okay, so there's a couple. My first favorite one, which is one that we plug. I don't, well, we've talked about. I feel like our friends in Portland are often the ones that we <laughs> go to most. But For sure. um, this cultural moment by Mark Sayers and John Mark yeah. Comer is... I think on their, oh man, they have like four seasons now and they have done a fantastic job again of speaking into the moment Mm -hmm. of just like the 21st century. So like even outside of COVID-19, just the century that we find ourselves in um, and seeing how the decline in modernism and just like the secular uh, paradigm is like, it's 
in decline. It's yeah. actually not prevailing. Mm-hmm. And what is prevailing is people who are hungry for the spirit of God and for um, just an awakening in our spiritual life. And so um, a lot of what we do at Riverbend uh, in this podcast like, mm-hmm. is so based off of what we yeah. believe they're speaking to. 100% informed by these really high-level thinkers and thought leaders in the space of um, Christian culture going forward. And yeah, Mark Sayers has uh, written a bunch of really great books on the subject as well, as well as John Mark. Um, but yeah, they, they're speaking to some really incredible things. That's definitely my top podcast right now. So if yeah. you're not already listening to this cultural moment, you definitely need to do that. And you have a lot of content. Like those yeah. of us who have been following along are like, oh, we need more. But yeah. if you haven't listened, they're on their fourth season. They have a ton of episodes dive in. So yeah. And another one that you showed me was ask and to write anything, which has been seriously, I've listened to it probably more than any other podcast every day. Like it's been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I love that podcast as well. If you don't know, N.T. Wright is just this leading scholar and thinker from the UK. He's a prolific writer. He's written so many books on resurrection, on kingdom, on gospel, on eschatology. He's sort of like a black sheep a little bit in in the scholars community because he's coming at us with so many new ideas. He also has a background as a historian. So his vantage point is just so, so powerful. And um, there's a lot that he's written that has, com- has really informed my personal theology and also theology of Riverbend. Um, now, at, this, at the same time, he's, he's just so sought after as a, as a speaker. And so when he launched this podcast with Premier out of the UK, Ask NT Write Anything, people are emailing and texting in their questions. Yeah. And it's just amazing. Well, and it's people like, you know, the common folk who like just have questions about theology um questions that i've had that i've never really had any space to ask about specifically in the realm of eschatology Mm -hmm. but in any like he answers questions on prayer Mm -hmm. and like a pastor losing his faith will write in and like ask questions and like he'll address and he does it in such a way that is so grace-filled and um just I don't know he's just one of those people where I'm like I just believe what you say it's really (laughs) spirit-filled and really great so he's definitely a very important voice in our generation for sure theologically speaking no no question about it and um, it's really cool how accessible that podcast is it's really great yeah, I've also been listening to the for the last couple of years the emotionally healthy leader Pete Scazzaro. Oh, fantastic! You're a fan of him and his work, right? Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, I actually I haven't dove too deep into the podcast, but the book itself. Oh yeah, emotionally healthy leader, and then there's several more that are just unreal yeah he you does, and the other women on our staff yes, went yeah. through the emotionally healthy leader together right? yes yeah, yes yeah. so before all this craziness we like finished it just in time um and it was seriously like it shows you that you don't have to run whether you're a like a main leader in your church or not it teaches you so much about um just being an emotionally healthy follower of jesus mm-hmm. and like you don't always have to run on empty yeah plot twist everyone yeah. you don't have to do that <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's been huge yeah no it's been really good for me too really therapeutic in a way to have his voice in my life he's kind of like served as almost like a pastor to me even though we've never met yeah um he has given um, a lot of really good practical wisdom and insight for complex, difficult leadership situations. But then, as you're saying, just 
like basic discipleship and mm-hmm. staying focused on the right things in particular love for Jesus like number one mm-hmm. and he's just he's been a great voice for that so Pete Scazzaro the emotionally healthy leader is another really great podcast and also, we cannot forget Intentional Parents. It's literally one of these ministries that is so close to our hearts. Intentional Parents is the um, the work of my personal mentor, Phil and Diane Comer, and then also Brooke and Elizabeth, who are yes. on our team at Riverbend. They're partnered up with them as well because they're all related. They're all, it's all in right. the family. And they've done this incredible, incredible podcast that goes along with the conference and the book they created called Intentional Parents. And it is so worth your time, especially if you are a family right now. You're dealing a lot more with your kids. You've got um, sibling rivalries happening. You've got different phase of life things happening. And you want to do right by your kids. You want to honor the Lord and all of it. It's tough business. We, we don't know what we're doing. We're figuring it out as we go. And Intentional Parents is such a phenomenal, phenomenal guide. Yes. Yeah. And I just wanted to say, like, I'm not even biased because we're all friends. Yeah. Like, um, I'm not a parent yet, but there are so many people in my life whose children are part of my life. Like, dear friends, Brooke and Elizabeth's kids, like yeah. your kids, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, they're people and individuals that I just have so much of a heart for. And like someday we will be parents. And let me like, I have followed this podcast and taken in so much. And it really, again, just helps you deconstruct even ways that maybe um, you were taught as a kid that might not be beneficial to the way that you teach your kids and lead your family in the Lord. And so it has been seriously, if you're not a parent, don't let that stop you from listening. So yeah, that's great. I have one other podcast I want to recommend as well called Theology in the Raw by Preston Sprinkle. And you've got kind of like a long history with Preston, right? Yeah, yeah. So in a way, I <laughs> I came to know the Lord at a church called Cornerstone in California, uh, where Francis Chan led. And there was a Bible college there where I was just like a tiny 14-year-old <laughs> who was just so hungry for more theology. And yeah. Preston was actually a teacher, a professor yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of my mentors took his classes. I was like passionate down the material (laughs) so while not like a direct relationship he's someone that has so shaped my theology even as like a tiny junior Mm -hmm. higher Mm -hmm. um and a high schooler and Mm -hmm. who i am now even as just like a young adult who's pursuing theology and Mm -hmm. his podcast seriously it asks the hard questions yeah that's what i love about preston sprinkle so technically he's he's a phd in theology so he's really knows his stuff and he's got a lot of chops um, and it's theology in the raw. The whole thing is is just like taking us where the text leads us and asking big questions, most qu- questions that people are uh, afraid to ask, questions about hell, questions about LGBTQ issues. Um, in fact, that's actually kind of like his main area of exploration and is just caring for and loving well people in the LGBTQ community while also engaging very biblically and honestly and authentically with the text itself and where does God stand all that. In fact, yeah, I think he's a leading thinker in yes. this area in the, in the U.S. for sure. Yeah. And um, just a really enjoyable podcast. And it's all long, pretty long form. So it's like, yeah. you know, hour long podcasts or more because we're really getting into all the biblical argumentation. He talks about hell and stuff too. So it's yes. all really, really good, really yeah. good stuff. Well, and it doesn't stick to like one stream of uh-huh. theology, right. which has been so refreshing, I think, in our time. Like, um, there's a lot of deconstruction, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot of reconstruction. Right, right. And he does a really great job of like That's bridging right. the gap. Right. Um, totally. And so if you're cleaning your house, if you're going for a run, yeah. it is like a 
about an hour long usually or Mm -hmm. sometimes more Mm -hmm. but that's the time to like really plug Mm -hmm. in and just listen like it's worth it yeah you make a good point too the thing that i appreciate maybe he's kind of taught me this a little bit is that he sort of defies a lot of the norms in that he's a classical sort of view on marriage from the scriptures but he also has some other views that you might not typically expect from like a conservative christian and so he's kind of um a little bit all over the place in that, but not, it, but in the way that it's just like, he just wants to be a biblicist yeah. and he's just literally w- open to any argument, any theological point, as long as it's biblical. Yes. And there's a lot of, lot of really honest exploration that's happening there, yeah. which is what I think is particularly useful about the podcast. So definitely yes. worth your time. Yeah. Especially if you're a millennial. And like I said, I think in our time, everything is about deconstructing. I'm deconstructing everything I've ever known about God, but then you get stuck there and he does a really great job of like building up like okay but actually read the text read what it means and like this is what how you can apply it to your walk with the lord and like how you can apply it to like loving jesus and like embracing the kingdom here so yeah fantastic love it Man, I, I think we did well, Lauren. I think we covered a lot of ground. Yes. There's lots of stuff, obviously, <laughs> you can be doing on the internet. We didn't even talk about music, but we've curated some playlists on Spotify and iTunes yeah. that you can go and check out just to help, like st- songs for the stillness, help t- st- songs to help with anxiety and things like that. Um, worship music in this time as well is a great thing to do sort of fill your brain and your heart with the right stuff. But we covered a lot of ground. Thank you so much for being a part of this conversation. Yeah, thank you. It's such a gift. I feel like this has been such a unique time and I'm so grateful to even be here. So yeah. And um, again, just a huge, huge thank you to you, Lauren, and your husband, Danny, for just being amazing leaders in our church. And in particular, as we've had to adapt and change so much in the last month, it really couldn't have happened without you guys. You guys have been so critical and you've been doing, you've been slaying it. Absolutely doing an amazing job. man. Thank you so much that's so kind it's been a lot but it's been such a cool time to like be involved in the church yeah so So send us off lauren with this sort of call to creatives people who need a little bit of an encouraging nudge to really express themselves in the ways that god has called them this is one of the things that i love so much about the two of you your Mm -hmm. husband and danny and you is that you really are not afraid to in to pursue these creative ideas and things like that but what would you say to people who have a little bit more time now and might actually have some things that are in them, but they're like having a hard time bringing them out into the real world? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So one thing that I like have been um, really diving into in my theology for the past almost 10 years um, is just this idea of all of us are creative and you're like, well, no, I, I don't paint. I don't write. I don't do photography. I, I'm not creative. When actuality like Genesis 127 comes to mind where it says like God made mankind in his own image um, and in the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. And um, God, the creator of the universe, if he is creating his people in his image like we innately have creativity in our dna and so something i just want to like encourage all of you who have this extra time um dive into that ask the holy spirit to like speak to you um in ways that you can grow in your creativity and so um just embracing that imago day meaning like embracing the creative dna that we have inside of us 
Um, so in a practical way, um, maybe that looks like researching YouTube tutorials on like how to do watercolor art. Like that's something that I've been doing even nice. earlier. I was like, yes. yeah, I've been sketching. Pff, I do not know how to sketch at all. Um, my husband is gifted in all of that and I am not, but I'm spending this time in like, God, like how can I create beauty, um, to honor you? Like, how do I embrace the creativity um, that you've gifted me? And maybe that goes back to even the hospitality thing we talked about. Like maybe you're gifted in that way. Like how do you hone in on that creatively? And something I love, Erwin um, McManus is a pastor in LA that really formed my theology on this uh, when I was like, no, I'm not an artist. And it's actually like, well, you don't have to be an artist to be creative. Um, he says this. If we are inherently spiritual creatures, we are by our nature creative beings. Yet we live in the fear that if we aspire to be more, we will discover ourselves to be less. Hmm. And so it's this tension that we find ourselves in. And that's from the book, The Artisan Soul. And I highly recommend that. That's kind of been the launching pad for me to explore, like, um, be in my spiritual walk with Christ. Like, I am innately creative. So let's like embrace it in this time where we have the extra moments in our day to dive into that. So, yeah. Well said. Thank you so much, Lauren. Yeah. And again, just want to express our deep love for you guys and miss seeing you face to face, but really excited for um, just hearing from you, how you're doing. And also another quick reminder, jump on pray prayben.org and register sign up for a couple of hours in the next week or two to pray for spiritual awakening love you guys grace and peace